Hi, and welcome to another episode of Where the White Coats Come Off. If you are a pre-PA, then you are in the right spot. We are Beth and Katie, PAs with years of experience working at PA schools, and we are on a mission to get you accepted to PA school, even if you have less than average stats. Getting into PA school is so competitive, but we are here to walk you through every step of creating your strongest CASPA application so you can land interviews. Then we are going to show you how to crush your interview answer so you can land a seat and finally become a physician assistant. All that to say, we are so happy you are here and to be a part of your journey to getting accepted to PA school. Before we dive into today's episode, you definitely need to hop over to the show notes and register for the Pre-PA Conference 2023 happening September 9th and 10th. These two days are going to be packed full of incredible guest speakers, workshops, networking, and we can't wait to introduce you to all the amazing speakers coming to help you with all the different aspects of your application. From how to pay for PA school, PA legislation you need to know now, talks from PA school program directors, the incredible AAPA, and so much more. We know this is going to be so valuable for you, not to mention so much fun. It's totally free, so jump over to the show notes and register for two days of epic pre-PA fun. All you have to do is get into the conference's Facebook group where all the Zoom links and schedule is held, then be ready to network and have a ton of fun. Can't wait to see you inside the group and at the Pre-PA Conference 2023 on September 9th to 10th. Now let's get into today's episode. So today I want to talk about something really important. This is a question that we get not only from Pre-PAs, but we actually get this question a lot from actual PA students themselves as well. And the question is, how do I stay motivated? Now remember, getting accepted into PA school is a huge hurdle, but it's only one hurdle on the way to becoming a PA. Once you get accepted, then you have between two and three years of postgraduate education, you have tests, you have clinicals, you have a lot of work to do before you become a PAC. And motivation sometimes wanes. There's a lot of sacrifices that need to be made, whether you're in the pre-PA stage or you're in the PA student stage. So how do you stay motivated with these sacrifices? Maybe you don't feel like getting up in the morning. Maybe you feel burnt out and want a break from studying, but you have a test coming up soon. Maybe you're sad that you had to miss your cousin's wedding, or you're sad that you had to miss that barbecue and you're really craving time with your family, but you can't afford to go back home. You don't have the time to go back home. You don't have the break to go back home, etc. So what do you do when your motivation gets it's really low because guys motivation isn't always going to be high motivation waxes and wanes and sometimes it's really high and you feel great and you can get lots of things done and sometimes it's really low and you still have to perform it's like one of those days when you don't feel like getting up and going to work I think we've all had them, right? So what is it that gets you up? If you're not motivated to get up and go to work, well, a lot of us need money and we don't want to lose our job. And there's a million different reasons why we get up and we go to work anyways, right? So when it comes to PA school or even as a pre-PA, so the first thing we want to talk about is focusing on your deeper why. Your deeper why is what's going to get you through the pre-PA stage and through PA school. So let me tell you a little story. When I first started out as a faculty member, I came in, I was super excited, super nervous, and I came in and got my first set of advisees. So at the school I worked at, they paired incoming students with a specific faculty member so they would have someone they could go to, they feel like they knew, that could help problem solve for them, etc. And they called it advisees. So we were their advisor. And they were required to meet with us every so often. 
So first couple weeks of PA school are really, really, really tough, right? Because it's new, it's different. A lot of schools start out with the basic sciences like anatomy, and it's really where most students really get in the weeds. Most students struggle the first semester just because they have to get used to graduate learning. Maybe they're not used to taking notes and they're not used to having so many tests or having to learn such a large volume of material, and it can be a really, really tough adjustment. So we're about three weeks in, and one of my advisees reaches out and wants to talk to me. So we make an appointment and I sit down and he looks at me and he says, hey, this is really, really tough. And here I am, I'm a newly minted PA faculty and I'm going on and on, staying positive about how we can do this, etc. And he stops me and he says, could I do this? Yes, I think I could do this, but I don't want to work this hard for the next 27 months. Then he proceeds to tell me that, hey, actually, I've already talked to the business school at the same college, and he's already been accepted to the business school, and he has already made the decision that he's going to quit PA school and start business school. And he basically told me that, hey, I could make really good money with an MBA, I could have a really great job, and I won't have to work this hard. And he'd already made his decision, right? So he was just there as a courtesy notice to tell me that this was happening. He'd already been enrolled, he'd already switched over his tuition, et cetera, et cetera. And it really struck me then that whatever why he had for being a PA school wasn't deep enough, right? So whatever reason he had for wanting to go to PA school wasn't strong enough to overcome the hard work. He basically said that, yes, I think I could do it, but I don't want to. I don't want to work this hard. And it was really, really interesting to me because this is the first time I was a faculty member and first time I kind of came across this attitude, right? That, hey, I don't want it bad enough. And this is when I really started to realize that students really have to have that deeper why in PA school. Because getting into PA school, yes, is a huge hurdle, but then you've got to get through PA school. And getting through PA school is usually a three-year, sometimes two-and-a-half-year process, right, in actually getting through PA school. And so it's really, really important to have that deeper why. So we talk about deeper why a lot of the times when we talk about writing your personal statement. Find your deeper why, right? Really impress the missions committee. But it's really good to have your deeper why for you, too, because when your motivation wanes in PA school, when you feel burnt out, when you're not sure you can take another test, when you're not sure if you can do it, if you hold on to that deeper why, why am I here? Why did I start this? Then that can really, really help keep you going even when your motivation is really low. Okay, and the second thing I want to talk about today is I want to talk about your vision as a future. I don't know any pre-PA who hasn't thought about what it's going to be like for them when they become a PA. I don't know any PA student who isn't looking forward to graduation and becoming a PA. We all have ideas about what specialties we think we want, what settings we want, what we're going to do with our first paycheck, what money, what vacations we're going to take, how we're going to help people in our community, how we're going to help our family, etc. And when your motivation is lacking in PA school, or even as a pre-PA for that matter, then I want you to really focus on this vision of a life you've created for yourself. And there's no right and wrong answer here. Everybody has different goals in life, but maybe you really want to make a difference in your community. Maybe your parents suffered without access to health insurance and you want to make sure that no other family ever goes through that again. So you want to work in a clinic that serves the underserved. Maybe you want to travel and you want the money to indulge your passions. Maybe you want to change your family tree. Maybe you want to be the one who gives your kids more opportunities than you have, or just give them the same opportunities you have. Maybe you want to be able to retire your parents. Maybe you want to help out with your niece and nephew. Maybe you have a disabled family member who might need some financial assistance. Maybe you want to be able to retire somewhere 
warm and on the beach somewhere. It doesn't really matter what your vision of the future is, but I want you to hold that close. When you're really, really tired and you really don't feel like working anymore and you're not sure if you can do it, picture what your life is going to be, right? It's the light at the end of the tunnel. Picture those things that you want, that you're really passionate about. Because sometimes when our motivation wanes, our passion can get us through. If you have a solid idea about what you want in life, it's a lot easier to continue working towards that goal rather than just kind of meandering without that plan, right? Without that end destination. So whether you do a vision board or whether you journal or whether you just talk about it with your loved ones and friends, really visualize what your life is going to be like. And sometimes that visualization, that thinking about the future can get you over those humps when you really don't feel motivated to continue working. And the last thing I want to talk about when it comes to motivation is taking it one day at a time. Listen, guys, you cannot think about what you have to know next semester, next month, before you graduate. You can't think about what you have to know to pass the pants. It will just overwhelm you. And I see students think this a lot. They're like, hey, I don't know how I'm going to learn all of cardio and then do neurology and then after that do GI. And I tell all my students, hey, take it one day at a time. Don't worry what you have to learn next week, next month, next semester, next year. That is for that time. Right now, just focus on what you have to learn today because it is really overwhelming if you think, hey, in a little over two years for most programs, I'm going to go from I'm not really sure what a normal blood pressure is all the way to diagnosing and treating and doing procedures and writing my own medications. It can be scary and it can be overwhelming and it is scary and it is overwhelming. So take it one day at a time. Take it step by step. Do not worry about next semester. Do not worry about next year. There is a process in PA school and you need to trust the process. This is the reason why PA schools go through really rigorous checks with our accrediting body. This is the reason why we always are redoing our curriculum and revamping and we're getting feedback and we're getting data because we really want to make the process as streamlined as possible for you. So trust in the process. Learn what we tell you to learn. Don't freak out about things that you haven't learned yet or that you might have to learn in the future. A lot of PA students are really, really type A, and so we're always trying to plan for the future. But really, you have to live in the moment in PA school. You cannot worry about what you're learning next week. You have to focus on what you've learned today and then tomorrow, what you're learning that day, and take it step by step. So if you are struggling with motivation, if you are wondering what to do when you get burnout in PA school, I hope this episode really, really helped you guys. We hope this episode helps and don't forget to jump over to the show notes to take advantage of the awesome Pacers membership. You not only get weekly PA shadowing hours and a database of shadowing hour replays that you can add to CASPA, you also get coaching intensives with us to make you a stronger applicant and lots more. You can sign up in the show notes. Thank you so much for listening and we are so happy you are here and to help you get accepted to PA school. We will catch you at the next episode.